0: plushcare.com slash weight loss This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs and welcome once again to the H&J Daily some of the best bits of this afternoon's show and uh, we have become the home of chess on TalkSport I know it's the only place you can come on TalkSport to hear about chess there's probably a reason for that <laughs> yeah. but no they've just had the world championships and now a supercomputer
2: I, I, gather- I reckon Alan will take it on I reckon we have chess think Alan could beat morning. it at chess <laughs> yeah it was oh, I a can bit of a... Alan doing the show with Raymond Keane. It, it's actually a conversation about chess that gets incredibly scary.
0: Yeah, it's quite interesting.
2: Yeah, uh, we must. We've got Martin Kelner, we have Oh well, yeah, yeah, Martin yeah, will be in. Yeah, yeah. Squad
0: number nine. He, he looked. He did a week of mm. sport on TV, including the Varsity Rugby yeah. match.
2: Uh, we had a few, uh, few bits with a bit of, uh, had a, bit of a chat. Didn't we? I had a chat about what, what I watched last night. Yeah. Joan Bakewell, she got in there. Yeah,
0: Joan Bakewell's in it. So don't oh, touch yeah. that dial. What about <laughs> that and the chess, I bet you're thinking, blimey.
2: can't wait. Delete
0: <laughs> quickly on the app. Don't no, go and stick with it. It might be worth it. And here it all is. <laughs> Well, I want to try and give you a bit of a fresh angle on those pictures on the front of today's sun featuring all the Arsenal players. It looks oh, clear yeah. to me looking at oh, those yeah. pictures is that this is a, a, a group of fine young men preparing for a children's birthday party. <laughs> the kids have not arrived. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys have kindly come along early doors. Yeah, that's right, They're yeah. blowing up some <laughs> yeah. uh, balloons for it's the really kids. That's very nice of them, isn't it? And you might say, OK, what about all the booze that was there? But, you know, dads get thirsty. You're blowing up balloons. Of course, yeah. And, uh, you know, it takes its toll. And you might have a half a lager or you might mm-hmm. have Two and a half grand's worth of Hennessy VS Scott, <laughs> two grand's worth of Dom Perignon, two grand's worth of syrup vodka. I, I may have spent, said that wrong, I've never tried it before. <laughs> OK, one or two of them look like they were slumped and passed out. But you hyperventilate when you're blowing up balloons for is... And 70 women apparently turned up as well. That's the mums. <laughs> the mums turned out to wreck the venue and I don't see why they're apologising. There's something wrong with it. No, Just a kid's if party look, that got out of hand. If you look very carefully in the corner of the picture, you can see a bouncy castle. You can. I've not, I've not noticed that. I saw a pile of kids' shoes. So I go guess that's probably it was the bouncy castle.
2: Coming yeah. up between now and four. What's the betting? What's the betting? What's the betting? <laughs> what the betting ad ban might mean for the Premier League? It'd be brilliant if I read it before, would wouldn't it? Why has it all gone wrong for Fred at United? And we're in Spain ahead of the contentious Boca River Cup final
0: this weekend. We'll take your calls, emails, texts, and tweets, and we'll hear from the gaffers ahead of the weekend's football.
2: There's all this plus the clips of the week, the Fools panel, Martin Kellner's Week of Sport on TV, and we'll give away some of Paddy Power's money for the daftest punt of the week. That's it. Um it is eight minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. It's showtime. Thought I'd mention that. What was that for? It's showtime. Oh is it? Okay. <laughs> It's a new thing. I play it to myself every morning just to remind myself. Do you really? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? A bit random. Yeah, I don't know about Arsenal uh, disciplining their players for that party antics, but mm. if I was Unai Emery, I'd fine a Bamiang for wearing that hat.
0: Really? That fedora. Oh, it doesn't look good. I've not, I've, you know, I've not noticed that. You've picked out that. Oh, yeah. Is that him in the <laughs> yeah, hat? It is. That is quite terrible, That's not a great it? hat. Is that it? was during his short period with the Scissor Sisters, was it really? <laughs> yeah.
2: And uh, I joked, didn't I, the other day when I was talking about the draw. You know, Manchester United will play... On television. Oh, yeah. But I mean, there you it's, go. It's embarrassing now, isn't it? 64 out of the last 65 times. United, yeah. Reading, who cares? United, are gonna, even United, the way they play, they're playing, they're going to beat Reading, yeah. I promise you, at Old Trafford. It's almost No like, one's
0: interested. It's honestly. almost like the TV companies have got together and <sighs> said, yeah, let's just do it again to wind everybody up. It's Manchester ridiculous. United on the telly ludicrous yeah ludicrous. and it is a. It is a, you're right it's a complete nothing fixture it's it's one of those it's a routine 2 niller, isn't it that's what so. it feels
2: like I would say almost yes. certainly yeah you know so cut to Reading winning 4 nil. <laughs> well no Reading fans would obviously want to see their team playing at Old Trafford but that's it but for yeah. the neutral that is a that's pretty unappealing game that's not game the of magic football, of the is cup yeah. is it really no, it's well not. it is if they win but they're not going to um all this stuff we're going to talk about this the, the bookie uh, the curb on, um, on uh, bookmakers advertising throughout the game. but the, the one thing I do seem to be Ray Winston seems to be getting all the blame it's not really Ray's fault <laughs>
1: He's just an actor.
2: He's just playing a part in it. He says, have a bang on that. And he says, have
0: a bang on that. I mean, (laughs) you know, Ray doesn't doesn't run his own gambling empire. It's entirely his fault, I would have said. That's true, yeah.
2: Yeah, Exactly. Um, There's plenty of turkey and uh, Christmas news on. This is a good one in the Daily Star today. Turkey fans, if there is such a thing, face a double marathon. Of course, I can't find me. I I could face a double marathon
0: after I've had a (laughs) massive amount of turkey. Yeah, that's what you have to do. All those peanuts. How have I managed to do honestly? Every
2: you've lost day. it, have you?
0: No, they're there. So you've set this up. No, you, no, they're there. At least you brought them in today. Well oh, I did, that's not bad, is it? Yeah. Festive revellers <laughs> will need No to... one talks like that, <laughs> do they? I do. Who just I mean you're, you're walking down the street and there's a kind of Christmas party full of drunks so opposite you say, Who are they? And you say And if maybe it's <laughs> a, it's a documentary. <laughs> Andy He's uh, 63, and he's noticed I recently... He 63. OK, and he's noticed recently he's not two years off his age. Yeah. And he's 63, and for 63 years he was absolutely fine. And then suddenly he started to speak like a tabloid newspaper. Uh, the first moment I realised it was when somebody said to me, all those drunk people over the road, who are they? And I said they were festive revellers. And you started to quote sources, didn't you?
2: I started to give my wife weather scares every yeah, day. That, that's right, yeah. And you stormed. You would
0: storm, and you'd issue, come and get me, Honestly, please.
2: yes they did. One that lives were in danger. honestly. Yeah. they do love a bit of a uh, bit of scare story. Anyway, where anyway, were you? You're yeah, a Festive, a re- festive relevers, revelers, revelers. <laughs> oh, for <laughs> goodness' sake, man! Festive revelers. <laughs> and he's sixty-four and he can't speak. <laughs> yeah, I'm going up. Festive revelers. Yeah, we'll need to walk.
0: six 60- saying festive revelers. We'll even
2: I not by Some people will need to walk 60 miles to burn off a Christmas dinner with all the trimmings. You can't have a Christmas dinner without trimmings, without all the trimmings. All the trimmings, yeah. Researchers said people are wildly underestimating how much they'll eat at this Yuletide. This Yuletide? You mean every Yuletide? Yeah. When we know that we'll consume about 2,384 calories. You know, that's basically what you do, isn't it? Um, Oh, no, that's what... Oh, no, yeah, that's right. They'll actually scoff about 6,000. No, they won't. It would take the equivalent of more than two marathons to walk it off. But some people, more than one in ten people, actively hate the traditional Christmas walk. I don't know about you. I love a walk after dinner yeah, yeah, on a yeah. Christmas day, yeah. as as do many people. But one in ten
0: label it a pointless activity. Well, I suppose <laughs> when you've eaten that many calories, you, it's yeah, it's an elastoplast yeah. over a gunshot yeah, wound, isn't it? They, the, they may um, weigh over
2: twenty stone, those people. But there if you
0: go. if your next door neighbours uh, um, are called trimmings and and you invite <laughs> them in for dinner with their kids. <laughs> All the trim. It's a surname, isn't it? It could it
2: be. Talking of surnames, the Queen yesterday was presented to uh, Mrs. Justice Cuts. I <sighs> mean, well, well I'm done. not sure about cuts in justice, yeah. really. It's the last You don't need, need any justice cuts, do we, really? We don't, really. Um, where am I with... Uh, oh, yes, Bobby Madley. He was in the news today. He's, mm. uh, he made an appearance. We heard yesterday, the other day, didn't we? Yeah, he's, he's
0: refereeing again in Norway.
2: Norway, in front of nine. He's gone for the Norway-style Brexit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Topical one there. Norway <laughs> plus. He's going <laughs> yeah, for Norway plus. It? Yeah. yeah, there are only nine people in the, at the in the in the stadium. Right. Okay. Yeah, Low crowd. Start somewhere, haven't you? Spot the
0: crowd competition. Is that it? Or are you you going to say festive revelers again?
2: (laughs) Say festive revelers again if you want. A restaurant in the United States sparked a riot by giving away free cheesecake. It's not a great thing to do to Americans, is it offering them free cake? Yeah, and that's not the last thing you
0: want to do. Okay. It depends how big the portion was, but I'm guessing it was fairly massive. Well, I'd say it was. Anything else? Is (laughs) America. Anything
2: else? Yeah. No, that's it. You're, You're done, are you? Well, I'm going to yes, save ben. a bit. I am quite intrigued by the two brothers. This I don't think this can ever have happened in any sport. But you can correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. Mm. Two brothers face each other today in the hockey World Cup, playing for two different nations. So one guy's playing for England, and the other guy's playing for Ireland. I think that would have happened before. Do You think that's happened before? Yeah,
0: I think that would have happened before. I think maybe the listeners I can't, can tell yeah, us. Tell us. I it can't rings a bell anywhere. in hmm. kind of international youth football, and I think it might have been Ireland and England again because it comes down. In a lot of places, a lot of cases, you can play for either. You can play for hmm. a number of countries, and you might make a call that your brother doesn't. You might be a better player than your brother or, or sister, and hmm. you might think, "Okay, I've got more chance of playing for the better side." And the other one might think, "I want to play international football. I'm probably not good enough for this side, so I'll play for that one." Yeah, maybe. I throw me lot, like, or you feel more Irish than English, or English and Irish, I suppose. In that case, so there's plenty of uh, situations where it could happen. But um, let us know. It does ring a bell with me. Let us know if it has happened before. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 81089 or tweet to uh, TS. Yeah, I feel and for Rob joke.
2: Holding too. Uh, wish him well. Yeah, Bad another that.
0: ACL last couple of days, yeah, yeah. And
2: also the fact he was playing really well. He can't have been too far from the old England reckoning. Yeah. He was really playing. He was really in good form. So I do feel for him. So wish him Another better.
0: sliding, another challenge where you kind of slide along the ground and the old uh, slid off the pitch. We've seen an injury, two injuries in the last two days. Yeah. It does make me wonder sometimes when players go out their way to do a, a knee slide celebration. I always think... Why are you putting yourself through that? It's, you know, it's a precarious enough mm. business when you don't have to take. Quite see Hazard
2: doing these like
0: <laughs> celebration tomorrow. Yeah, well, not you really, probably not would. Really likely, but let's uh, be it always looks a bit higher risk than maybe it should be. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Tancredi Palmieri is in uh, Madrid ahead of the, oh, the game we're just chatting You're about. Brilliant. Well, I am guessing he is, yeah, because yeah, because he's just taken this picture. He says River Plate fans are starting to camp outside the Bernabeu. I think he actually means camp. I think they are putting up tents. They may get moved on. This is, um, you know, two and a half days before the game kicks off. So uh, it's going to be, I think we're going to hear a lot about that game over the next couple of days and probably not for the right reasons. Uh, Anyway, Andy, do you have anything else for us?
2: I do. I don't know if you've seen this. It's uh, a (laughs) cafe in Mm. Tuscany. Is dedicated to the Chelsea manager Maurizio Sarri. Yeah. this it's like a theme a shrine to him. Mm. And uh, I don't know if they've only got one menu, one way of cooking, and one way of serving it cool. up. Oh, you've turned on him oh, quickly. We must cook our food. We must remember to cook our food. Really? Yeah. Well, I I like him. I think he's a lovely man. I think some of the way that we you're about so, to damn with faint no, praise. No, aren't I you? think some of the football. If you look at some of the football, <clears throat> even the <throat> the football leading up to Maratta, Morata's yeah. penalty or miss or whatever you want to call it. Actually covered up the fact it was a wonderful bit of football, a beautiful movement, and we've seen some some of that from Chelsea this season. It's great, and it's encouraging. I also think he hasn't got the players he needs. He needs transfer windows and he needs patience. Yeah. So there's all of that is true, but you know you do slightly worry when a manager's only got one. You know he's so dedicated mm. to it and he mm. so sticks to his principles. You know you you know tomorrow really if I was playing against City, I'd fight right. for every ball and I'd basically mix it up I would not be playing out from the back every single time which is what Chelsea will do and probably get into trouble you oh. know but he is dedicated mm. to that and you know eventually if you believe mm. in him then you've got to let him have the players and let him have the time to, to get the players playing in that way
0: Now when if people have seen pictures of you recently they they'll know your hair is not that long but there was a time because mm. it was incredible; it was very long wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, not particularly when I knew you, but there were periods in your life when it was yes, very long. I, I think when I first started the show, yeah. I, I used to have it quite long. It was all behind me. It was all behind. You. It was a bit yeah. of a mullet, wasn't it? It was really. Yeah. So uh, nobody ever pull it. I mean, can you think of any situation? Was <laughs> <When's> the <laughs> last time anybody pulled your hair?
3: <laughs>
2: no, a long, long time ago.
0: I didn't like um, Gwen Doozy's never no nonsense take on it though. Mm. In that they just said to him, "All oh, you know, what, what should he do?" He said, "We'll get hair cut." <laughs> it's, great. it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Go and get it cut off. Yeah. Much like Fellaini. I think Una Emery said. said the he same did, thing. Yeah, yeah, he Emery did, said, yeah. That's right. Emery said. Yeah, let's just chop it off
2: and then we won't have this problem. He's He's got a lot of promise in him. He's a good player, actually. He's a slightly annoying
0: person, but he is a good footballer. You see that Robert Huth, when he did it um, a few years ago, he got on Fellaini. Yeah. He got a three-game retrospective ban.
2: Yeah, I was surprised he didn't get a bad, a, a, some sort of pro, uh, penalty for doing that fine yeah. or something.
0: Yeah, definitely. it was, um, and I think there's uh, mm. probably been a wasted opportunity because normally when a player's told to get their haircut, you have a little, gra- it'd be little graphics, wouldn't he? Mm. Twitter's not alive with various photoshopped haircuts that Gwen Doozy could try. <laughs> I think, as Harry Hill would say for him, first a little bit of frizzies a <laughs> bit of frizzies would, would kick him <laughs> off wouldn't so, it yeah. and then he, he can start from there because yeah. split ends a go-go isn't he really well he is a little bit
2: but uh, yeah it's quite interesting the way it flows behind him when he plays it's yeah. interesting uh, last night was no football so I watched I know you would like to know what I watched I yeah. watched uh, uh, I actually watched the thing you recommended did you and like Jim, it Andrew? Jim Carrey very
0: good did you enjoy it didn't you think yeah it was excellent what a pilot I thought was, uh, yeah. people haven't tried this yet it's on Sky True, Atlantic you forget that was a pilot yeah. American are good at that it's, are, uh, it's uh, really called Kidding and uh, I expected it to be incredibly cosmic it's sort of Jim Carrey um, but I thought it was excellent I In, did I uh, can't. I'm it's...
2: looking forward to the second
0: you one? Know, I'm reading something Look, not strictly sport this but the, the feeling is that the half hour is back there's a lot of shows at the moment dramas and comedies really? and comedy dramas that are being made <laughs> Half hour long. The
2: amount of material I've got today, which this show is half an hour
0: long. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, yeah. a little tight, tell your story, a little tight 30 minutes. No, it's a good idea. I have often felt that about films. Anything longer than about an hour and a half, hour and 45. Oh, not, I agree. You're not doing your job properly. I
2: don't go if, if anything's like three hours or three, and half, I don't even bother. care yeah, like how it says, good it is, I won't go and see it. When,
0: when also, patience. they talk about the director's cut. Whenever the director's cut was... That means normally it's, they put an extra hour on, not that they've honed it to the point that they can tell their story in 90 minutes. Uh, well, that was that, Woody Allen. You mean that it?
2: doesn't apply to uh, Test cricket? No. That's very true. They don't have a director's cut. That would be an extra 2 hours. Yeah,
0: the selector's <laughs> cut. That would be good, wouldn't really. it? Cricket. That
2: would be, be a nice idea. Yes. And uh, anyway, what well, Sky uh, landscape artist of the year? Okay, that's, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. quite I,
0: I love Even those then, movies. you have to watch something competitive, don't you? Mm, you have I do. To watch yeah. Something
2: where there is a winner and a loser. That's exactly right. But I, I do like Joan Joan Bakewell. She's, oh, Joan Joan Bakewell. She's very very posh, Joan. You, but although she wasn't mm. originally posh. She comes from Stockport, I believe. Oh, okay. She had a, like a quite a thick northern accent and of course in her day, when she started in the 60s. That would have been all the
0: rage, wouldn't it? The no, Northern no. You, I wouldn't think it? even
2: before that, that came in. Before the kitchen I think sink. she had to be, that's why I think she... For Albert Finney and all I, that. I think also going to university, I think she felt she had to be posh, you know. Oh, so. right. But she's so not gone say, back say, to Stockport. Artists, you've got four R's. That's four she, hours? Oh, that's what she said, four hours, four hours. Yeah, I'm with you. I was with you, Andy. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. so I said to my wife, she must have practised for many, many hours. <laughs> <laughs> is, all... she a, is she a QPR fan? <laughs> you are. <asked>. You, asked. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah,
0: well, that. Can't... See, that sounds worse. Beautifully
2: back to sport. Yeah, they, they're, they're I actually... can see Joan in the loft to be tremendous. You are. That would be marvelous, wouldn't it? Yeah. But they, they did a thing where they... Sh- that, I mean, sounds, that sounds wrong, doesn't it, when you, you say like does that? Really, I do yeah. apologise. No, yeah. it's OK. But the people, they showed all the people's paintings and everything. yeah. Tremendous! They went to this um, old ruin, and uh, you the, are, <laughs> I am, yeah. And they painted, and then they showed a, a, a painting by Turner of the same view. Well, not Anthea, no, J.
0: M. W. It would be great, wouldn't
3: it? Anthea, they've got oh,
0: that's an exhibition of uh, Turner's watercolors, and you go along and say, "Wow, he, he let it go a bit." Too, oh, they're Antheas. Well, I could. Do you know these Christmas grottos <laughs> really where they basically idea. have a dog with fake horns yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. And a bloke that looks could nothing, be the turner. There isn't exhibition. the real Father Christmas. Yeah. I could talk about the yeah. yeah I could a put a on the Turner exhibition, like the Beano used to. Yeah. Yeah. Sit outside, fifty p. turner like the Bash Street <laughs> Kids would do. Sit <laughs> <laughs> outside, and it's actually the Anthea Turner.
2: Yeah, exhibition. it's, a, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. a good idea. Well, they they showed it. <laughs> no, I think this one. This one's probably the winner.
0: Or the Andy Turner exhibition to bring up <laughs> yeah. the former Spurs player. Yeah, be good. Yeah. yeah, of so his watercolors.
2: I can't see that Huddersfield is really the worst place to live in the UK.
0: Well, this is a poll, isn't it? Today? I'm going to ask in Martin County
2: the... about that because he's not far from Leeds, is it?
0: No, well, it, no, it's good. not million miles from it. Leeds. I've not—I've not, I've been to Huddersfield once. I've not been for a very long time, mm. and I don't—I don't remember it being uh, particularly terrible. So I thought there was some shocking stuff in this. Where's it gone? Mm. Have you? Uh, the people may not have seen this. Let's—it uh, it, it turns up in the paper somewhere today. Uh, Huddersfield's got a bit of a shoeing and uh, yeah, think... beat Rotherham to be
2: crowned top of the pits 2018. Eight harsh. of the top ten were in the north, with Liverpool. Liverpool, yeah, that's ridiculous. I know. The, followed by Blackpool, Castleford, Hull, and Accrington. Bristol made its first appearance. Mm. I thought Bristol was supposed to be the best place to I live in this well, country. up comer, isn't it? Yeah. Last year's worst, worst Dover came tenth. So what have they done to go up the charts?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think everybody's been shortchanged there. I think there's a couple of thousand mm. people on a. Uh, a sort of a, a sort of state agency website if you like that's yeah, so you sweet. know we shouldn't say that they're absolutely right should we they may have a, they may have an agenda
3: i think they might
2: yeah and traditional no no that and where's this story oh yeah one in five mm. british women mm. have admitted they fancy father christmas it's an old thing isn't it really oh, or ken
0: bates <laughs> yeah well, it's great news for the old <laughs> it's man isn't ken, it it's yeah. great news for ken yeah go on then well only one in five one right in five if we we'll be more mm. than that yeah well, he speaks like uh, Dorothy, oh, dear old John Barden. So anyway, we move on. Thank goodness I was on to page <clears throat> two. Well, what's on? Give us a flavour of what's halfway down page two—the very dregs of what you were going to bring to uh, us today. New portrait of the Queen. It's nice, but who's it supposed to
2: be? <laughs> who's this? Not one of Anthea Turner. <laughs> I don't think it is. Actually. One of Andy Turner. I won't be buying Cristiano's underpants range. Won't you? No. I don't think they've f- they're really made for
0: your shape. Yeah, I don't think they're they, they are do either. one with a little gusset built yeah. built in, that might be yeah. nice. Uh festive fair being replaced. You, I mean when No it's not. When you get the <laughs> yeah. kind of the celebrity mm. underpent, when you get the David Beckham Yeah. The Cristiano Ronaldo uh um, Yeah, I mean, that's been over the, two, the years, those are the have, two they've main ones. The, yeah. they've done the the, the celebrity underpent. Yeah. I mean really who are you trying to you trying to kid? Yeah. I mean, I don't really, unless you are the same shape, you've yeah. got very little chance of, uh, of looking like that. I mean, you put on the... I bought the Cliff Lazarenko range. Right. They're well, very nice. And you can carry them off, mate. <laughs> I can. You can with that Derby, you give a million dollars. <laughs> I would. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
3: Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and
2: the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops if we're stopping to get gas. You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you yeah, you, you, were different. And so much
3: more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. Talk Sports coverage of the Premier League continues this weekend. Tomorrow, join Adrian Durham with Match day Live and Mark Saggers in Sags on Sunday, both from 1pm with Now TV. And don't forget, the weekend's action gets underway tomorrow with Bournemouth versus Liverpool, and you can watch it live. So treat yourself with a Now TV Sky Sports day pass for a one-off payment of just seven ninety nine. 7 99 uh, George Mendes, uh, the super agent, of course, has issued a statement on behalf of uh, Jose Mourinho, one of mm. his clients. Uh, it, it seems it's quite rare that he does this but has gone on record saying there's been many rumours of Jose Mourinho leaving Manchester United. It's totally untrue. Jose is very happy at the club, and the club is very happy with him. He has a long-term contract with Manchester United, and he's fully committed to the club in building a solid winning project. Oh, yeah, Ed Woodward looked ecstatic the other night. <laughs> I don't well, think so. But there's the agent coming out yeah. and spelling be it interesting
2: out. interesting if Nuno, uh, if he, what, would, what would he do, George, if, uh, say, Ed Woodward said to him, you I really like that bloke at Wolves. He'd be good, wouldn't he?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: That'd, well, be a problem. That'd be
0: a problem, wouldn't it? Well, it might be, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah That may happen one day, who knows? He's made a pretty decent start. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Manchester United a little bit later on and uh, Fred and those comments by Jose. If you haven't heard them, you'll hear them again about the balance of the side and why Fred isn't getting a game at the moment despite being a £50 million plus signing. We'll head off to Brazil see what they make of it over there. Are they surprised he's struggled to get into the team? But before that, a man who's been as regular a guest on this show as any football guest yeah. recently. Well, he we just have had. He's on more than we are. Yeah, we've had the World Chess Championships, and chess <laughs> is back in the news today. Um, slightly sinister tale. And for those that believe one day uh, the machines will turn on the people that created them and kill us all off, <laughs> yeah. this is more gristier <laughs> yeah, mill, basically. This is a chess play, uh, playing computer that uh, is so good it learns by its mistakes. It taught itself to play in a few hours, and it's it's. What's
2: more interesting is, it's coming up with new openings that people have never really thought of. So.
0: Malcolm Payne is back, the uh, Telegraph's uh, um, chess correspondent. Hi, Malcolm.
1: Good afternoon.
0: I read the piece in your paper. It was your science. This tells us all we need to know. It's a chess piece written by your science editor. But well, this that's is right. It's it? a, a, so yeah. This I mm. mean we've heard a lot about sort of Deep Blue and all the other. Different uh, computers over the years, but uh, this seems to be a, a step on.
1: Oh yes, it's 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 way better than than Deep Blue. Uh, I, I was actually in in New York in the web room uh, for the Deep Blue match in 1997. I, I sort of witnessed that seminal moment when the machine finally beat the world champion Gary Kasparov. But this Alpha Zero is way way better than than anything that's ever been created because. Ever since uh, Deep Blue, Blue won that match, actually, you know, PC programs are way better than than Deep Blue. But now Alpha Zero, as it's called, produced by uh, the London company DeepMind, is far better than any other any other computer chess playing entity that's ever been produced. And it also thinks in inverted commas and plays in a completely different way. It's far more human, incredibly, which is actually quite well. Yeah. You know. Quite nice that it plays like a human. It
0: it makes mistakes. It makes mistakes apparently, and he's prepared to kind of give up pieces uh, along the way. So kind of thinks in a you know thinks in terms of collateral damage, which you wouldn't
1: necessarily think. (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 not so much of a materialist as as conventional computer programs are, because conventional computer programs, when they analyze a position, they're trying to decide what to do. They they do a deep search. They analyse every single possible move as far as they can get, and and in every single position they count who's got more pieces, whose pieces can go to more squares, whose king is safer, a few things like that. But the material, the very materialistic, Alpha Zero isn't remotely materialistic. It's much more interested in it would seem like in the mobility of pieces and and and, and whether the board is open and whether it can get an attack going. It's it's so interesting, and it's because it it it, it calculates in a completely different way to any other computer program, it uses something called Monte Carlo search which I guess I could explain in, in, in saying football terms Like if, if Klopp's preparing for the match against Bournemouth tomorrow and he's trying to figure out wh- what midfield to play hmm. just imagine that he could play like a million training games with Hendo and Interesting in the midfield with Wijnaldum or swap them around and put Cater in there instead of one of them and just play that that scenario out a million times against the opposition and find out which one produces the most wins, and that's, that's gonna, what Alpha Zero does. So wow. it, it literally plays against itself millions and millions and millions and millions of times, and that's actually how it learned chess. I mean, it's so terrifying. It learned chess in four hours. Like yeah. It got given the moves, so it knew how to play, and then it played itself hundreds and hundreds of millions of times, figuring out what was the best way to play chess. So no one's ever told it what to do, and that's actually terrifying. It is. I wonder I can if it, you can it, get down
2: to the dugout at Chelsea tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> what do do with it, I think? <laughs> it, yeah. sounds, it sounds like something that could come into football and, and revolutionise. You know, that's a very interesting take on it, Malcolm, the, the managers deciding which players to play, given... Who will be who the first
0: do... robot manager? I mean, who? <laughs> well,
2: that's a very good
0: question. Yeah. AI Adio. AI yeah. Adio. Is that what you're claiming? <laughs> He'd be fantastic. It would be great to have him there, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I love the comment by Natasha Regan, the Women's International Master. He said, it doesn't yeah. often happen in life that something is even more amazing than you could have dreamt. The games are superb they are really, really superb. So people yeah. in the chess world are ad- really admiring the way this computer is playing.
1: Yeah, they are. They They, reduced, they, they, um, they released 10 or 20 games about a year ago, and I, I played through them. I was absolutely staggered at how beautiful they were. And now, actually, I can actually uh, reveal I was actually allowed to play against it wow. um, a few months ago with, uh, uh, with a couple of other players, including Grandmaster David Howell. And, we, I mean, in the first game, we were unbelievably lucky. Because we were we were trying to think what's the most solid, boring opening we could play against this thing and try and get a draw. And there's something in chess called the Berlin Wall that Vladimir Kramnik created to defeat Gary Kasparov and take the world championship from him in 2000. And it's incredibly dull in chess terms. So we'll play the we'll we'll see if we can get it to play the Berlin defense, and then we'll just swap all the pieces off and try and draw. And we were so lucky because we figured out in advance what the first 27 moves would be, wow. and wow. we got to a position that was so dull even Alpha 0 couldn't beat us. And we had a grandmaster helping us. But then the second time we played it, when it had the white pieces, it just crushed us. You know, absolutely hammered us. Wow. Uh, and, and we got some sense of its power in, in that game. But when you look at these other games that have released, I've just seen a few of them. They're just amazing. And, you know, Gar- Gary Kasparov said that, you know, it's, it's, because this thing has taught itself, whereas all previous computer programs were, were programmed by humans... This almost feels like truth in chess. Like, this really is the best way to play.
0: Well, look, I'm all for AlphaZero while he's playing chess, less so when he crashes down my front door with a gun in his hand in about 10 years' time. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll move on. Yeah. Thank to you. That man. happy scenario. <laughs> Thank you, Malcolm. Just right, finally, Malcolm, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. David Dean, <clears throat> we heard from recently, the former Arsenal <clears throat> vice chairman, who's been he's yeah. a new initiative going into prisons, they're using the power yeah. of football. You're using the power of chess, we understand, in the same way.
1: Yeah, um, I've, I've done a, a bit of work in, in in a couple of prisons, bringing chess into prisons, and the reaction from prisoners is is wonderful. They, they they love chess. It's a great way of occupying the time. It also teaches quite important life decisions. You know that if you if you play a bad move, it's only your fault. You know, consequences have uh, you know. Uh, Actions have consequences, hmm. I should say, and it's a great, great thing for prisons. And um, yeah, we, we've got the support of the, prison, of the Ministry of Justice in, in a program that we're doing through the charity Chess in Schools and Communities. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping to have chess in lots of prisons next yeah, year. Well done, just just uh, what, what, one thing uh, we're actually at the offices of Deep Mind uh, on, on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and Thursday. We've got the London Chess Classic. Uh, and so, we're, actually, the people who created Alpha Zero very kindly hosting our tournament and uh, that'll be online at com. you'll see all the world's best players London's still the chess capital of the world
0: good Great. stuff much yeah. like the boxing thank you very yeah. much Malcolm there we are there's uh, Malcolm Payne there from the he'll be tele-roll. doing the warm up next he'll be coming in yeah <laughs> <clears throat> him and uh, Jason that'd be fantastic wouldn't it about when Andy's doing the snooker Malcolm mm. Payne and uh, and Jason that'd be a good guy that would work. <laughs> so yeah, it um, he knew his football there. He was going through the like Liverpool that. midfield. I like that analogy. Nice analogy. Yeah, yeah. It's it would, very good. It could be. I mean, imagine that computer mm. running a running a football team. It may know? be the only way to stop City. It <laughs> might <laughs> be. Yeah, we might have to bring in uh, Alpha Zero <laughs> to take on Pep. Yeah, or Alpha Ramsey. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Yeah, Sir Alpha <laughs> Ramsey. Of course, we'll have course. to have that
0: one, won't we? Come on, let's have your. Let's uh, have your. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: You. Robotic computer manager. Computer
0: teaching itself by its mistakes. Already been done in the 1983 film War Games. The computer was called Joshua. Old news, I'm afraid, says uh, Phil from Nottingham. That was a film, (laughs) Phil. This is real. he didn't say fake news. It could have been worse. And um, Peter in Manchester said, actually, he was a bit like me with the Anthea Turner (laughs) exhibition. He said, I went to a Banksy exhibition. Waste of time. Just lots of pairs of goalkeeper's gloves. (laughs) The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It's Jacobs here on Talk Sport, clips of the week to come. Top Macklin joins us as well uh, with the latest on American sport, and we'll hear from the managers ahead of the weekend's big games. But first, Martin Kellner, squad number nine, is here with a week of sport on oh TV. Yeah. Hey, Martin.
3: Uh, good afternoon to you. you yeah, well? yeah, yeah. We're, we're not bad. We're we're not good. very good, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what I haven't watched. Okay. Uh, I haven't, <laughs> well, I, we could be here for a while. <laughs> yes. <What laughs> I...
2: Here's a list. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, I, I missed it. There was a show called Too Good to Go Down, which uh, is yeah. a, a BT Sport mm, documentary. Have you been... I've recorded it, and he has watched it, I think. I, I, I haven't watched yet. all of it. All right.
2: I, I, yeah. I tend to watch these things in parts, because I just have yeah. time. Well, to one of your listeners,
3: Mark Williams, asked me if I'd watched it. I didn't watch it, but it's on again. He's just told me it's on again after or one or two of your listeners have told me it's on again after the Spurs match on Saturday. Yeah. So uh, so I'll probably watch it then. But it's an intro I mean the whole concept I like the concept of it. The fact that the struggle that United had after Matt Busby. Yeah, yeah. It was you know, Franco Farrell, Mm. Dave Saxon. Wolf McGuinness, yeah, yeah. Wolf McGuinness, yeah. Um, so that's something to look forward to because I yeah. know you listen to like They do, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, that's a good
2: idea. She's not just reviewing but previewing. It's well, nice. Well, an extra you service And him.
3: I will, yes, I will always preview if somebody tells me about it because <laughs> otherwise I don't know what the hell. <laughs> but Mark Williams is a keen listener because he listens to your podcast as well. Oh wow, he is lot, keen. I've had hundreds and hundreds of uh, emails and texts and. Uh, uh, messages and all that telexes sort of telexes because you weren't in last week the first time I got, ever I got cut out of the uh, podcast well I mean, you know be, be fair The <laughs> giant
2: of broadcasting as you are you don't really compare to Parky do you I mean, you were <laughs> nudged <laughs> aside for Parky I do <laughs> apologise Park yeah, yeah. No, Parky's a good turn yeah, good. yeah 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 <laughs> so yeah. what I'm have on. you watched this week well
3: what I haven't watched this week is the varsity match oh um, yeah yeah um, Oxford versus Cambridge again, in the final yeah. again mm. Yeah, Strathclyde we never Never get in. Uh, <laughs> it's It's absolutely shocking. Now uh, you may be interested to know the Varsity Match, and mm. I know how keen you are on the Varsity Match. Oh I, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, it used to be on a Tuesday, but it's it now did? on a it's now on a Thursday. Why is that? I don't know why. They, well, John Inverdale was saying this. You know, tradition. It was on a Tuesday. It's John Inverdale's regular gig. He always yeah. does it. Standing on one the of those great winters. traditions.
0: You don't really care about. Yes, yeah, of course. John Inverdale is one of no, those not great John. Great I oh, sorry, the, I thought I meant, he was one of the great. I meant great always guys. played on a Tuesday. Varsity Match. Oh, has to be on a Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
3: P.G. Woodhouse used to say that when the varsity match was on, um, you had carte blanche to go into London and knock a policeman's helmet off. Is I that right? Know. Yeah. If you That's why literature. he did
0: five years, <laughs> <I> wasn't <laughs> no,
3: it? No, you were let off if it was a varsity match or the boat race. Wow. You could go and knock a policeman's helmet off. Don't try off. that now, folks, mm. when the
0: boat race
2: comes
3: on. No.
0: The no. boat
2: race is an anachronism. It goes past my virtually past my front door. and Do you watch the last it, two uh, years. <laughs> well, I have. I've I've, I've ventured yeah, it has the a 50 much. yards to watch it. It's the worst spectator sport in the world apart from the Tour de France. <laughs> yeah. It's like it lasts about 10 seconds. They go past. That's together. two
0: great sporting institutions written off in one sentence by <laughs> Andy. So what of the varsity match?
3: Martin? Well, what of the varsity match? Now, there's a little political correctness thing here. John Inverdale, so Oxford won for, I don't know, probably about nine or 10 years uh, in a row. Yeah. Uh, Oxford won. And he said for, for a number of years, Oxford had the Indian sign over Cambridge. Mm. Can you still say had the when Indian I, sign? I, it I the it's one, point, one of those phrases know. that I think is... is depends on of, the origin as what as, it means has died yeah. out I mean I think you know. nobody says it anymore do they but no. it, used to, it used to be said all the time and John yeah. revived it which is a great tradition no, yeah. th- he, he needs to be but, careful doesn't he really John yeah. I mean, <laughs> he know. has got to trouble in the past with various, various things hmm. um, but uh, the interesting thing is they play it at Twickenham and the the um, one of the guests uh, Darren Hopley oh sorry Damien Hopley mm. who's a former um, yeah. S- international yeah da- yeah Damien Hopley was saying that there was an article in uh, varsity which i think is the Cambridge magazine mm. uh, questioning why they play at Twickenham which has occurred to me as well because you know when you look at Twickenham it's uh, and they, he said well it's a regular crowd 20 to 25,000 didn't look like 20,000 to me looked closer to about 15,000 uh, but they don't print the attendance. Anyway, but I thought it was about fifteen thousand, hmm. and you can imagine that in Twickenham. You're interested in rugby. Lost. You
2: probably rugby union. You probably counted them, didn't you? <laughs> yes, <laughs> precisely. <laughs>
3: precisely. Well, you could. Um, although it, I have to say, it was not about second half. The first half was described as attritional. And um, attritional is often right. a phrase used for rugby matches that you really don't want to be watching. Were you they, they real students of both universities, or were
0: they no, thirty-six-year-old American hedge fund managers like the boat race?
3: It wasn't. No, it's not quite like the boat race. But there were a couple of Canadians in there, and. There uh, who were regular, proper players. You know, there was a guy who had a contract at Newcastle, I think, and somebody else had played for either Harlequins or Wasp. I think it was Harlequins. So, you know, there were some good players there. The second half was good, and Oxford uh, won that. Um, But I'm just wondering what your average sport... Because it it is a very specialist thing, the varsity match. Mm. Raid didn't
0: pop up halfway saying have a bang on that did he <laughs> no, I mean, We won't be able to assume no that maybe, very soon but, um, he, he, I anything. think the thing is it came from a time
2: when you know there wasn't a lot of live sport and I remember this when I was a kid it would be on yeah. and you'd watch it because mm. it was you know
3: but it, well, it, it used was, to be good I, I and mean, I can remember it used to be you know, it's a bit like the barbarians thing they used to throw the ball around because they weren't the greatest players when they tired in the second half you know because they're all students they're living on pot noodles <laughs> so in the, sec- <laughs> the, in the second half of course half, they are yeah yeah <laughs> they, you know, nutrition hadn't come in in those days. Yeah. They'd, all, they'd all tire like mad and you'd see a lot of tries in the second half. And of course, they did tire, you know, it became less attritional as, yeah. as the players tied. But uh, it is, and they have a, um, a celebrity ref, the yeah. ref. Well, yeah. when, is it, when I say a celebrity ref, I mean who was uh, it? Was good, it Jethro yeah. did this <laughs> <Yeah>. year? <laughs> I, I realise I realize how that sounds, Celebrity yeah. ref, you know Holly Willoughby. No, yeah. yeah. it was, you know, it was uh, Nigel Owens. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, yes. he he refed the World Cup final in uh, yeah, 2015. Of yeah, yeah. So do you know what I mean? They have a ref that's of a higher standard yeah. than the actual uh, than the actual yes. players. So there was a lot a lot of talk about that. But I, it was fun. But I'm thinking you regular sports fan mm. tuning in, uh, all the semi-retired people like me yeah. tuning. Tuning in to uh, watch the UK snooker championships Um, would have been slight because. Every day this week, the UK snooker championships. I had a lovely snoozing soundly through the UK snooker, <laughs> uh, through the afternoon. It was on between like two Big and packet five. of worthers, yeah, exactly. So, did it get bumped? Did the snooker it got get bumped, bumped for, the, for yeah. couldn't
0: they put it on a bit of overspill somewhere? It's no, pretty poor, well, not isn't even it? even
3: on the red button. i uh, put the snooker on the red button, okay. But, uh, but you, you oldies, you can't use the newfangled red button. You don't know no what the good red button is. Snooker's <laughs> saying to us, the snooker <laughs> continues on the red button. What are you talking about? Red buttons, Story. where's the red Button, red I remember Red Buttons he was fantastic <laughs> yeah. he still, I loved all his programs marvellous yeah. 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 I've seen his movies as well marvellous
2: yeah. mention for Red Buttons <laughs> yeah.
3: the, uh, so yes that was no good I was watching Judge <laughs> Trump versus Joe Perry yeah. whose mm. nickname is Gentleman Joe Perry Right. and um now I can't remember which snooker player it was, but one of them—it uh, was probably uh, John Parrott or something. Oh, you normally gentleman
0: was, Jim. I mean, no, Joe. gentleman Joe. Gentleman Joe. Perry. Is he a gentleman? Do you sense that? I sense Perry, that. Yeah, you know, he was
3: well dressed. Be great. And, Judge uh, Trump well, started behaving like player. Donald Trump. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, according to um, according to John Parrott or one of the others, uh, he he'd met Joe Perry's dad right. in the green room. And said, "Now I know where Joe Perry gets his name, gentleman Joe Perry from. His, uh, his dad's apparently a gent as well. Oh, probably like God me. God bless him. Probably like me doesn't know how to operate the red button. Yeah, but of course. But he is, but he is he a doesn't. gent, which is the important thing. There
0: was another one of those stories today. The uh, Living to Hundred, A Guide to Living to Hundred. As an old boy, he oh, was yeah. fantastic, Freaking nature. Still, basically looks Porridge, after himself. Whiskey. No, um, <laughs> red wine and fry-ups."
3: Yeah, oh, they always yeah. say that he
0: has a mixed grill yeah. every day yeah, porridge, I don't noticed.
3: believe all these people have 100 year old
0: red wine and a nonsense. fry up every day
3: nonsense he's probably been on some strict dietary regime and then they are just taking the mick out of the interview probably right? lives in a bubble
0: most of the week doesn't he probably yeah. Yeah. lives in kind has of it. a yeah, yeah. kind of controlled environment <laughs> he does.
3: almost certainly yeah yeah yeah. almost certainly yeah. Uh, the other thing I watched <laughs> this week mm-hmm. so, see I've watched loads of stuff you have. Uh, the other thing I watched this week was uh, another one of those 30 uh, for 30 documentaries Yeah, yeah. Uh, which was about uh, the southern method I thought I was was having a university really? week. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. was about the Southern Methodist University in Dallas, SMU oh. Dallas. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very, very successful uh, college. Was side. this the?
2: I've seen this one. This is the one about Eric, Tony, Eric Dickerson and uh, yes, and how they basically. All the boosters, all the ex alumni who pay for all this, just enabled them to sign a load of uh, talent. So this is the way it money. works. So basically, well, ex, they ex- the-
0: a kind of alumni who go on and play in the majors, go and play the NFL, come back, and they pump a bit of money. into no, the No, 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 these, no, are, just these businessmen, are businessmen. Yeah. Oh, they're businessmen. So yeah. that's okay, right?
3: Basically, it was a, it was corruption on a huge scale. Oh, okay. Um, that guy you were talking about, Eric Dickerson, he turned up. He was being paid so much. Some somebody, one of them left the, to go to the NFL. Had yeah. to took a Take a pay cut to go from the college football so to the sort of amateurism to thing. Yeah, yeah. Total amateurism. They eventually got thrown out, and it's, yeah. A, yeah, good, they it's a good. It's a good one out, though. I enjoyed it's it. It's wow. a good story. Yeah, they got thrown out, and now they're back. Yeah. I mean, the point about Dallas was because President Kennedy was assassinated in Dallas, mm. and they had a phrase. I've, I've written it down somewhere, but I can't remember. But they had some <laughs> phrase about how this cloud, this grey cloud, hung over Dallas because it was primarily. Um, associated with the assassination of President Kennedy. Therefore, there became this great thrust to to try and make football. You know, first the Dallas Cowboys, but then the college football as well, which obviously was more popular than the NFL, Mm. uh, you know, when you're looking back in the 70s and 80s. Um, So there was this great great thrust in all the boardrooms in Dallas, big oil-rich town, all these guys... The idea was to make SMU the best, and they were the best. Um, and they had, uh, at the back line or the front line, was called the Pony Express, uh, and the documentary is called the Pony Excess. But I did like the uh, the name of the director. Yeah, uh, which I wrote down here. That's a spool back to hang on, where is it? <laughs> yes, he was called Thaddeus D. Matula. Yeah, Thaddeus D. Thaddeus,
0: Thaddeus Matula. D. Matula. That's a thing. Matula. tremendous name. Another yeah, one fantastic. that sounds like it could be one of. Uh, Groucho's name's in a film, doesn't it? Yes, it, it does, really? not as soon as you put an initial in there, yeah. you're in Groucho country. Martin, we're, we're out of time, I'm yeah. afraid.
3: Just want to say that Thaddeus yeah. Dimitoulou was in a film with Red Buttons. It yeah, was he? Okay. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, good. It's a great comedy. Um, you're back overnight with uh, Talk Radio. Yeah, it's ridiculous, Man and my calibre, but I'm on at uh, <laughs> one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> one o'clock in the morning through to five. Yeah, prime time in Hong Kong.
0: Yeah, excellent. And uh, that's for tonight and tomorrow night. Yes. And we right. will catch up with you next week. Brilliant. Martin, thank you very much. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys everywhere. Weekday between 1 and 4 pm on Talk Sport. There we are, that's uh, this afternoon show. Motti's back on Monday with us in the studio reflecting on the weekend's of football. Uh, we'll also be joined by Paul Ince next week, amongst other things. Champions League. It's uh, going to be. all there,
2: it's going to be exciting. Isn't it, it is,
0: yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Have a great weekend, and we will catch up with you on Monday from 1. Thanks for downloading us.